You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. What's good, Goaters? It's your host, Lurk. I just want to say welcome back and thank you for listening to the Van Flip Podcast. If you're listening to us on a platform that you can rate and review us, please do so. That greatly helps us out. Shoot us a five-star. For all the up-to-date what's happening in the metal and hardcore scene, you can visit lambgoat.com. Keep up to date following our social media at Lamgoat on both Twitter and Instagram, and you can also find us on Facebook. If you want to watch all these podcasts on video format, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we have a lot of other content and some stuff over there that you can check out. to search Lamgoat or the Van Flip Podcast and you'll find it. And if you dig what we're doing here at the Van Flip Podcast, go ahead and visit our Patreon page and become a Patreon supporter. For just $5 a month, your support helps the Van Flip grow and continue to improve in each episode. Plus, you get some pretty cool perks and swag that go along with it as well. On this episode of the Van Flip Podcast, we have Brendan Murphy, vocalist for both Counterparts and In. Oh yeah, what's this? I feel this. Oh yeah, this is good stuff. Oh no, Lambdote presents the Van Flip Podcast. Yeah, I got a yeah, I got, I got a claw. Of course, of course, I got a claw. Um, to be fair, I've been drinking a lot of them. So, uh, yeah, I don't think you're the only one. I uh, know, yeah. Something tells me. Only, something tells me it's a, it's a there. bit of a their stocks of like bit of a national phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of Lamb Goats Van Van Flip Podcast. I almost didn't get that one out there. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, we'll start that one over. Nah, we'll just keep it rolling. Let's keep it going. That's uh, fine. You can call care. it the Van uh, Lose a Wheel Podcast because we already we already did that about a week ago. But. Oh, you blew out your tire? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, you know, we are much. sitting here because we're already like chumming it up right now. Yeah, but exactly. Who so, am I here with today? Uh, my name is Brendan Murphy. I sing in Counterparts and End as well. Nice. Um, yeah, there's but both, mostly both those mostly bands. Counterparts. <laughs> mostly, mostly, mostly my full time band is that, and sometimes yes, I have free time. Sometimes I have you end. know, sometimes when I'm off, I do End stuff. But, so you guys blew a tire out. We this is new news. Uh yeah. Well, we like um. So we've been. You're currently like, on tour with like the the, the pure, pure noise. Pure right, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stick your guns. Us terror. Sanction. You're the knife. Voltage. Um. So we like. Uh, we used to be like for just a bit of a backstory. We used to be the band that always like broke down. We would always like our vans were always shot. Our trailers would blow up. Like God knows what. We'd miss so many shows, and we started renting everything. You gotta and, get on the bus. You know, man. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> everyone says that. I'm like, all right, like you know, maybe one day. Much we, easier said than done. Exactly. Yeah, it's like we could we could do it, but then after a tour, it's like, oh, I get nothing. Yeah, no money. Rock, no rocking. <laughs> um, but. So we like it, that's that's the thing. It'd be like it would be fun and be amazing, but you know, obviously, I'm in a band to make money. You know, right. why else would I do it? Chicks, uh, and money, man. You know, the the three, the holy trinity. That's that's all we're here for. <laughs> trying to be, trying to be Motley Crue these days. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, they watch the you know you watch one Netflix original about them, and everyone wants to be Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, but going back to the wheel, we uh, <laughs> we. So we had like a trailer thing. Our like trailer tire was like wobble, straight up wobbling. Um, we, so we had to get that replaced. Then we were driving, we get to the venue in Brooklyn and we hear like 
we just we walk by the van and we hear like a pff, and we're all <laughs> like what the hell is that and the valve is punctured so we called someone like green van like we went from green vans and like they're sick you know what i mean like they take care of all of this stuff for is us it like a band rental company wrong. for like bands yeah 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 it's like it's andy from defeater it's like his his company and they're based out of like mass and and philly and la and stuff like that so they've got well, all these kind bands of, tour all the time and a lot of it, bands seem to come from that area it, exactly that's the thing yeah it's like you kind of just pick the tour is going to start either on the east coast or the west coast i mm-hmm. feel like i don't think people usually don't start a tour and at least not us anyway but uh <laughs> It would be, it'd be nice. It'd be a way easier drive for us, but you know, it is what it is. But we, so Andy gets this guy, like Ford, he gives us Ford roadside. We call the dude comes, he changes the tire. And then the next day we drive from Brooklyn to Pittsburgh and the van starts being like really weird. It's like real, like real wobbly and stuff like that. And so we, uh, we pull off at, like we try to pull off at this rest stop and Tyler like can't control the van and we're all like, okay, what the hell is going on? And we get out and there's like two nuts left on the wheel. It's like, you can see like the actual like, you know, bolts that stick out that you screw yeah, the wheel off. onto. Like they're like, they're filed down in the middle. They're like just, <laughs> just barely hanging on. It's like we had another five minutes before the wheel was going to come off. So we missed the Pittsburgh show. Uh, got a new, like, you know, we actually were stuck at a rest stop for nine hours. So, you know, I got to eat Popeyes a bunch and, you know, Multiple rest stop pizza and yeah, all that's yeah. all those good things, but. Then we got a new van, but it was the only van that we could get. So we had to like, and it was in Philly. Sean from Varials had to like leave his birthday party and drive it to us because nobody else could. Which shout out Sean, you know, shout out Sean that. for sure. Yeah, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. But this is the van um, you're currently in. Uh, yeah, yeah, like the van we're currently in. So everything's okay now, but it's it's been annoying. The other day we were driving and all the lights in the van just turned on and we lost like power. Like the lights came on and then there was no power steering or power brakes. So it's a haunted and it was van like, for the most part. Uh, it pretty much, yeah. Possessed. It, was, yeah, it seemed, yeah, seems like it. But, um, I think it's because it's one of those newer, like Ford, like transits because they stopped making the, the E series. Mm-hmm. Um, the back, you actually can't open it from the inside regularly. There's like, it's like an emergency exit. So I think Kenny was messing around with the, with the lever that you pull to like swing the door open and it like senses that when you're and driving and it like, storm. you know, it forces you to pull over. So, you know, so I'm sure so people can't be like kidnapped Escaping or, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I'm in the back and I'm like, I want to go back to school, like they can't, you know, right. I have to continue the tour. <laughs> they have to pull over first. And exactly. Now, now, now they're me, alerted. And talk me out of it. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the tour has been sick. Like That's it's cool. been, it's been awesome. I like, I, um, I think, it's like a, you know, it's been a long time on a tour that we've done where I haven't had to like meet people. Like I yeah. came into it and I'm just like, um, no, I'm no. already friends with all of you. It's like I had to like, you know, I had to introduce myself to like three or four people, but the other 20, I'm like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're already friends. So, but, uh, have you guys, have you guys toured with like stick your guns before and, t- and or, yeah, or like, uh, yeah, yeah. We actually, it's funny. Like we did this tour. Uh, in like 2014, it was, it okay. was actually, it was stick to your guns, terror hundredth us and expire. And like that happened. It's like a very similar tour, except, you know, you were trading out expire and hundredth for sanctioning year of the knife, yeah. but we've toured with stick to your guns, like so many times, I think, you know, them and like straight from the path and like are probably up there in terms of right. bands that we've toured with Band brothers for the yeah, most part. Exactly. Four yeah. Brothers. So, uh, and yeah, we've toured with terror a bunch and like, we always, kind of like intersect and stuff like that and um 
How is yeah, it like for you guys? Because like you, you guys do that. Um, well, this particular band that you're in, counterparts, yep. this particular yep. band, uh, you kind of do like the post hardcore, not post hardcore, sure, like, uh, like post, uh, like post metalcore, hardcore. <clears throat> whatever more you want to like call hardcore it. Hardcore punk, I should say. That's what I was trying yeah, to say. Yeah. Hardcore punk. Yeah. <clears throat> you guys got that vibe, but like you also play with like you're playing with newer type bands, I should say, like Stick to Your Guns and all this. Although they have been around for a bit, because I've been around as well. But definitely, yeah. I was gonna say like they. But you also been play with, like for... older. Yeah, hardcore bands like Terror and stuff like that. Like, sure, sure. It, how does that feel for you guys? As like, because I know you grew up obviously fans of some of these bands too. Oh, of course, as, like, yeah, absolutely. As younger yeah. individuals, so what's that like for you guys to <clears throat> share the stage with like people who you look up to, whether it's like it, current I mean, age and older? It's it's awesome. I mean, like I like this tour is a perfect like perfect example of like, you know, I remember going to see Stick to Your Guns play like the Burlington Formac in you know uh two thousand. I was like seven, maybe it was like, all I don't remember the exact year, but I remember they played this is more three times. So it was like one of like, it was, you know, that era of the band, but you know, and then terror as well. Like, you know, obviously, uh, like, you know, like we've, we've toured with terror and stuff like that. And like they, they kick ass. And then you also, so like terror and stick to your guns, like they've obviously been doing it for longer than, than we have. And mm-hmm. the people in the bands too, like, you know, like we were talking earlier, like Josh has like Evergreen Terrace and Chris is, you know, Walls of Jericho and Scott's been in, you know, ton, like buried alive and right. despair and like all that, like, there, Slugfest, there like all like that stuff. It's like, too, yeah. you know, there's, there's so many, like those guys have been around for so much longer than us, but it's cool that when we do tours with them and stuff like that, it's like, you know, like we, we've done, like we've done tours where, uh, or like, you know, shows or whatever, where it's like, there's like older bands and stuff. And it just, it feels like they, they don't really like, not that they don't want to get involved with the new, like, you know, mm-hmm. the new era of metalcore and hardcore and stuff like that. But I feel like they just, they're just kind of like past it. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like they just get to a point where they're like, well, I'm like 45. Like, I don't. It's different. I don't care. Like I have a kid and, right. and uh, you know, my kid and, might like it. Yeah. They're like, that's what, that's where they're at. But with, you know, and that, and I totally understand that. Like, yeah. I, I get that completely because, you know, there's even stuff like that we, you know, we've been a band for like, you know, 10 years or something. Yeah. And it's like, there's even stuff where I'm just like, oh man, there's like so many, like, wait, this is like, this is cool now. Like shit, I, you know, I'm kind of detached, but it's, it's awesome that they're like the opposite of that. Like, you know what I mean? Like stick to your guns, bringing, uh, you know, bringing out like younger bands that are starting to get traction. Like you have Sanction and You're mm-hmm. the Knife and stuff like that. And, and it's, it's, you know, it's the opposite of like the, and like not, not that it's a bad thing, but you understand what I'm saying. Like right, the right. older, the older bands that are kind of like not detached, some but don't, they, yeah, they some just don't get it. I should say. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. not like digging as deep as they would have 10, 15 years ago, which, and you know, and like I think every time I die is, is another example of a band like Stick to Your Guns and Terror and stuff where they're like Census Fail to mm-hmm. Silverstein. Like there's so many bands that have been around for so long that it's like they're they're at a point where they're like I think are are like we're you know we're gonna be the size that we are. For, like I think this is like this is kind of our world now. This is where we're gonna stay, and then they in turn use that to be like okay. Well, now it's our job as like an older band to sort of like build up these younger bands yeah. and, you know, and like give these like good new bands sort of like their were first you saying that breakout. That's, were you saying that's what you wish would happen or you would want to happen or? No, that's uh, what, that's okay, what they yeah. do. Yeah. Like I'm, I, I meant like, uh, you know, bands like, 
like I was saying, like stick your guns in terror. Right, Every right, time right. I die, Silverstein senses fail. Like those are the those are perfect examples of like all you know all bands that we right. like are friends with. We went out with and stuff, and it's like because of a lot of those bands, like that's why we we are even a band because right. they they had been, you know they've been around for so long that it's like they're they stop. You know, they don't want to fall into that groove of like, yeah, well, whatever, just get, just get whoever to well, be on the, the tour. Like, who cares? They yeah. want to like find new good bands to like give them an opportunity. Like, here you go, you know, like come Those out with particular us. Particular bands, I also think, like the ones you've named and obviously the yep. ones that are a little older too, they also kind of went through the, see, I said like glory days, cause I feel like, you know, mid two thousands, early two thousands for like hardcore metal. I think was like those are the golden those glory are the days. glory. Yeah, absolutely. That's when they of definitely course. like everything just kind of blew up. Of course, yeah, totally. But they also lived those particular bands, and not all bands did this, but lived sure. through the lull. So they understand that they, they know the resurgence is also like super important. Do you ever for find sure. like bands that are like maybe old? So I feel like that's just a part of like. I feel like that was just a thing for the scene in general like yeah of course unity it all kind of unified thing you know it all kind of from that time frame but do you feel like older bands like older even than that some like you were saying like 45 ish like sure sure they don't take the time to do that Uh, i I mean i i think it's like yeah and it's not it's not necessarily like it's not even necessarily like an age thing i just think that sometimes like bands they get you know they they get to a certain point where like it, it doesn't not that they don't care and not that it's like bad like if you are in a giant band and you don't give a shit like who's supporting you or whatever it's like i i probably wouldn't either you know it's like i totally get it like it doesn't it doesn't change it doesn't change anything for you personally and i and i get that and i understand completely why certain bands would do that but um i think that you know the bands that do sort of like that actually put in that like extra step like they kind of you know, they're like, they're sort of like solidifying their, mm-hmm. their, uh, it's not like a, they're not like a time piece, if that makes sense. Like right. they're, they're sort of like, you know, leaving their footprint being like, like, uh, like census fail is a, is a perfect example of like, you know, they, they have this like uncanny ability to figure out like who's going to blow up and they bring them on tour like a month before right they before, yeah. they blow up. Like I remember, you know, they brought out like the story so far. Like story so far, like opened their tour up, and mm-hmm. then they're one of the biggest bands. Like they brought out. We did the tour with them and like movements and movements. Yeah. You know, they were like movements is playing under us, and like I don't even think that that would that would happen and, anymore. You know right, what I mean? Right, like right, the band's right. so big now, it's like they they have that like uncanny ability to like just just like i guess for like see the future in a they way you know what I mean? the like, pulse, so they say it, exactly yeah and that's and uh we've always talked about that with like you know it's like buddy like he's just he's just got it you know what i mean like he just well some people do have that like, like natural knack to like, yeah, know like hey that's, on, that's the shit th- this, this is gonna blow up let's right. get it. like you know let's get him let's do this thing like you know i think everybody I think everybody kind of went through that too when it was like, like even like Knock Loose and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like that was like, like Knock Loose like opened our headliner and they were already <laughs> like in, t- in 2016 and they're already like, you know, now. like outdrawing us. And it's yeah. just like they're literally, you know, they're massive now. And I'm yeah, like, one of the it bands it's like, right now, let's sure. go, you know, and, and I feel like you either have, there's like two ways that you could go about it. Like you can either, you can either get frustrated and be like, well, why well we've been around longer like why, why isn't us? our band blowing up or you can just be like that kicks ass mm-hmm. like 
you know, in not, the long like, run, it's beneficial for everyone because someone who may get into knock and lose may get into counterparts uh, later on. In, of course, you know, uh, of absolutely. You know what I mean? And that grows the little brand, the hardcore metalcore brand. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And I, I feel like you know, there's like you know, there's been there's been tons of times where like you know, we brought bands out or whatever, and they start doing like really well, and like we did a tour with like fucking chunk no captain chunk and us <laughs> yeah. and state champs and living with lions and like state champs are playing under us and they're massive now and it's like you think that i like you think that if, if state champs were like hey you want to be direct support for us i would be like we guys we can't do that like no, yeah. we they already play under ego. us like we can't do that it's like yo you're dreaming like of course i would take that yeah. like they're my friends i i love that my my friends succeed it's it makes me feel great you know what i mean what kind of like this particular tour is kind of like more hardcore punk sure sure yeah de- you know, definitely like yeah it's definitely more on that what on do you that prefer side. do you prefer a more like diverse demographic of bands on there to where like you might have a better yeah. chance of like opening up your your audience yeah i i do i actually do do you guys like, flourish in that atmosphere better than like i i, either, I a, either a headlining tour or this kind of tour um i i think that like when we, cause like, like we did, like our, our headliner last year, we had like, you know, it was us, it was Being as an Ocean, uh, Have Mercy, Varials, like, you know, like it was, it was, uh, like none of the bands really sounded the same, I guess. Like I think like us and Being as an Ocean, if you, you know, were in the same world, but I think sonically it's very, two different bands, but like that, that sort of is like, you know, when, when there is something for everybody, like, like all the mixed bill stuff, like I, I personally like going to a show. I prefer that because I can guarantee that I'm not going to hear, you know, the same band four or five times throughout the night. Like I love that. But also I think for our band as well, like we kind of thrive in that, in that situation, like that census fail tour we talked about. It was, it was census fail us movements and like Pacific. So it was like, we were the only heavy band on that chunk of cabin chunk tour. Like same thing, like chunk us state champs, Living with Lions, like, we're the only heavy band. It's and, good that you stick out like, a little bit. It, I, that's, like, it's odd, but, like, that's where we do the best. Because, mm-hmm. I, like, I would see people's faces, like, on on that Census Fail tour. It'd be, like, you know, like, Census Fail fans. And, you know, they, they see, like, Pacific. And they're, like, yeah, cool, like, pop punk stuff. And then movements are, like, yeah, it's, like, indie kind of thing. And yeah. then we go on. And I'm, like, you know, I start screaming. And I'm, like, yeah, you fucking morons. Like, stuff like that. And all these people are, like, what's happening like what's going on My right mom's now pissed i'm listening to this <laughs> yeah sure and then but then they like they see that and then they go like what the fuck was that like yeah. what is that band like and then we kind of like we kind of benefit from it because we you know we like we stand out because like people are leaving the show and they're going like what the what, what that third band like what the hell was that like yeah, yeah. That guy was like making fun of us. Like, what, what's, what's his deal? And then, you know, then we see like next time we do a headliner, we see kids in like census fail shirts like yeah. coming up and talking to us like, I never heard your band, but you guys went on before census fail and it was fucking crazy. And I'm like, that's, those are the tours that we should be doing. Yeah. But he- cool. I mean, like head, like all in all, like headlining rocks. Like headlining, obviously, obviously headlining, like you, you know, like it. But you can't really like it you don't rocks, grow your, but your no, no, audience that much exactly, exactly. Like that's you know, I and it is a business, folks. Yeah, and like that's <laughs> yeah, of course, and you know, I I think we're getting to a certain point where it's like, I think that if we only headlined for the rest of our career, we could probably like be okay. Like we, you know, we're not going to get 
like you said, we're not, we're definitely not going to get much bigger than we are, mm-hmm. but I didn't say that, but no, no, but like, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you don't grow your audience right. at all. If, if all you do is headline, which is like, that's, you know, like I, I completely agree with that. But I think that if we did that, like I would be content, but sometimes you just gotta, like, you know, you have to like put your like pride aside and be right. like, okay, you know what? Like, if we headline, like, we get to kind of call the shots and, you know, we're, like, the band and it's, like, really cool mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever we want, we can kind of get it. Like, we want, we don't want Tanqueray, we want Hendrix, yeah. you know, like, that type of shit. But <laughs> All the mixers now. It, exactly, yeah, like, <laughs> I want tonic and soda, give me both, you know, but, um, but when tours come along that are, like, a very obvious, like, you know, it's like, yeah, you're, you want to play to, like, a thousand, fifteen hundred kids, and you know you're not going to headline like in fact you're going to be opening but like the crowd you you want to do it it's like well yeah like when we did like we did the architects tour in Europe it was like architects while she sleeps in us and it was like we like we we like I text Sam and I was like we'll do it you have to promise me that we play an hour after doors like I need your word <laughs> that we at least have an hour because like we're playing you know five to ten thousand cap venues and I'm like. If they put us on, if doors are at seven and we go on at seven fifteen, like we're screwed. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. it's like laughable. But he's like, yeah, you're good. It's in the it's in the contract. You're cool. set. But you know, even though it was like we were the opening band and like we were very obviously like the the least amount of priority. Um, <laughs> you know, if someone's like, you want to play to ten thousand people in London? It's like, oh no, no, no. no that sounds like stuff to do. Sounds like, like shit. I'm but I'm yeah. good. It's like yeah, obviously. obviously. Like obviously, I want to play Alexandra Palace. You know what I mean? Like that. There were there, there were a couple uh, weird tours that I <clears throat> that recently happened, or yep. I guess currently yep. happening. One being, I mean, just weird to me. Obviously, sure, not sure. weird to the world. But like, <laughs> Underoath is currently supporting like Allison Chains and Allison Chains and Corn. Sure, you know I, mean? I like, like that's it's it's weird, but. But when you think about it, it like, it's so smart on their on of course, part. Uh, absolutely, you absolutely. Know I mean? You know, and I mean, I think that like, you know, maybe if it was like Under Oath doing their only Chasing Safety era, right? People going to see like Alice in Chains would be like, "What is that? The fuck is going on yeah. right now?" You know. But I think it makes a little bit more sense now because you know they're. I would assume they're playing you know, more of their newer records yeah, on I this would, particular. Tour. Of course, of course, I would, I would think so. I think you know Under Oath headliner. Or, you know, even, even like another tour that's like more in that world, like I'm sure people are like, yo, can you play like reinventing your exit? Like, can you just, can you just give it to me? But that, you know, in, it's also like a, a blessing too, because like on those tours, like you get to decide who you are. Mm-hmm. Like you get to decide like your. Cause you're reinventing yourself. No pun intended like, with it, that song. It, exactly. But you're, <laughs> but you're reinventing yourself for like a completely different crowd. Of course. Yeah, it, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, it's like those movies where like, you know, the kid's in high school and he's like a nerd or something and yeah. then his parents move and then he's like, I can be anyone I want. Like, yeah. I'm going to show up in like a leather jacket and sunglasses. Speaking of leather jackets, I'm going to wear that out there and they're okay with it, but we know Spencer from like raggedy t-shirt days. So uh, straight up, hip print days, back, you know what I mean? But, but it it's a little weird, like, huh? sure, sure. But like, but that's, that's the thing is like when you, you know, when we, when we headline, like, you know, kids, like when we're like on stage and shit, like between songs, like, kids know us and they're like making jokes and they're like you know we're all having a good time and it's like you know everyone's like dude like do the fucking wedding singer song like as a joke or something (laughs) you know or like people are bringing drinks up like i know you like jameson you fucking alcoholic and i'm like 
whoa, this is crazy. Like these people know us, mm-hmm. but then, you know, on these like bigger tours and stuff, like you kind of get to boot off. You, you know, like, uh, sure, sure. <laughs> you, you know, you kind of get to like pick how you want, you know, you get to like the crowd perceives you like ha- exactly how you Sell see fit. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's, that's also like, that's really cool and it's really valuable, especially if you're at a point in your, in your career where like, you know, yeah, maybe like us, maybe if we get to a point where making like joke t-shirts and telling the crowd, I don't give a shit what you do because we get paid anyway, like that yeah. type of stuff. Like maybe one day we'll get sick of that and we'll want to like reinvent ourselves as, you know, a serious band. But even thinking about that pisses me off. So I, re- <laughs> I really hope we don't have to do that. Because, you like being the Joker band. Yeah, because it's like we're just – we're like dumb. Like, it's more fun. It's so much more fun. Yeah. You know, and like that – like. And actually, like, when we first – because, like, we've always been like that. Like, I mean, me especially. Like, I've always been, like, goofy and I don't really take stuff like that seriously and I just want to have fun. And a lot of people, like, earlier on, like, they really had a problem with that. I think it's because, like, you know, people – people's, like, you know, initial reaction was, like, well – I can't take the guy, the guy who's singing about how he wants to die seriously when he's on stage, like dancing and making jokes because it doesn't make sense to me. And I'm like, well, like no offense, but like it isn't, it shouldn't like, why should, does it have to make sense to you? Like it makes sense to me. Like I put all my misery into the lyrics and then when I'm on stage, like I'm done with that part. Right. You know, like I'm, I'm just, that part's done. Like now it's my fun time. Like now I get, I get the payoff. Like, bite me you know what i mean like i get to do whatever i want up here and a lot of people really didn't take to that at first and then eventually i think over time people were just like he's not gonna stop like he's not gonna change like i'm not gonna get him to like be serious so like it's either we fuck with this or we don't listen to the band anymore so thankfully it worked out i wanted to but i want to kind of bring up the new album just so we can get you know, because sure, sure. I keep getting these uh, seg- you know, questions in my head that I want to ask you, so yep. it pushes that segment a little further back. So I just want course, to knock that out. Yep. And we'll come back to something pertaining to like lyrical content because uh, there was fair. something I wanted to bring up. So you guys have been working on a new yep. album. Yep. Uh, should yep. be coming out at some point this year. Yeah, um, like later on in the year. Yeah, like I like I was saying earlier. Like I don't really know a date, but it'll be this year, assuming nothing goes wrong it'll, but it's finished it'll, it'll yeah, yeah yeah like it is it like i mean the we're done we've we've done our part so you know it's like it's a matter of you know just like wrapping all that stuff up and i guess like when it's album. slotted for release they it, say it, exactly yeah like doing all the 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 you know the boring stuff that mm-hmm. i don't do that you know <laughs> we were at the studio we did it it is done um we're playing like a new song on this tour but it's like it's an intro like a lot of people cool. are coming up being like that new song rocks. I'm like, cool, but it's also like, dun 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 dun, yeah, dun and like teaser. that. That's it. You know, they're like, oh man, this new record's gonna be crazy. I'm like, you got that from like, chugs. Yeah. <laughs> and one sentence. The lyrics are one sentence. But sure, I mean, I'll take that over people hearing that and being like, they lost it. Garbage. Done. Garbage. They're done. You know, fuck them. But so yeah, is it like, how is it different than the previous albums have been, or is it just? No, nah. yeah, okay. <laughs> like that's, that's <laughs> like, I, um, I, I like in an interview the other day, like someone was asking me like, is like, did you, you know, what was it like? Like, did you do anything different? And I'm like, no, no, it's the, <laughs> it's the same. It's like, I mean, like 
Do you guys just write you know, continuously like, throughout the year and stuff like that, or do you? It like it, you it, just knocks the like we knock an album out. Uh, kind like with with us. Just go. Just go. It's just okay. Go. With with us, we uh, me personally, like I don't write a word until I'm in the studio, mm-hmm. like until the pre pro and stuff is done, just because like I did it in the past and then like. You know, I'd be stoked. So you I, basically like, write your lyrics to almost completed songs for the most part. Yeah, like two, yeah. like as they are literally completed. Preferably, and, I know, would do the same in my ideal. It's space. just easier because then, like you know, then you don't, you don't like do, you know, you don't write this song to a to a song that's finished in your head, and then later on, you know, like Will or whoever's producing it for us, it's always it's always Will, but you know, people being like, you know, yeah, like. Well, this part's different now, and we actually cut the end, like, the last 30 seconds off, and this part that was really slow is really fast now, and then I have to be like, shit, I have to, like, find a way to to rewrite it, so I just wait, yeah. but... It's always, um, like, I, like, I think I prefer that, but also I think I worry that, you know, like, some of those, some bands use, like, vocal cadence and pattern to also accentuate a song, not saying sure, that sure. writing it no, definitely, after definitely. the fact doesn't yep. do that, yep. but... I also feel like it's kind of like this weird. I yeah, I I feel like I feel like it works, it works for us, and like that's why I I do it, and like I'm I'm just so because I've done it for the last like you know, I've been doing that since uh, 2013. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it's been it's been a while, and that is what I'm used to. But I feel like uh, with counterparts and like you know even end and stuff like that, it's like we're you know we like there's like catchy parts, but it's not. We're not like a pop right. style band. If if we were like, you know, I mean like Counterparts and End will never go down that route. But like let's say I was like in a pop band and I was singing or something like that. Or like a, you know, like a punk band or like rock band, whatever you want to call it. Um, With that, I would, I would write as it comes to me and be like, okay, I've got this like vocal melody and yeah. now we got to try and write a song yeah. to it. You know what there I mean? There are like, different bands also, like different genres. Sure, of, of course, that yeah. That definitely yeah. matters. It, yeah, it, yeah, Like sure. in the pop world, it's like that is – that's it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, it's like we're, we're – The voice is an instrument. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're building entire songs over a thing that you like hummed in the shower. Once. Yeah, screaming you know, over like, stuff is not necessarily uh, – It's pretty – The hardest it's thing to pre- do. It's pretty easy, honestly. <laughs> like it's pretty – like I, I lucked out with that. It's it's pretty easy. Do you help but, load in? Sorry? Do you ever help load in? Yeah. Singles never really help load uh, in. Honestly, I didn't, yeah. You know what I did it's, when I was in a band? It's, it's like, crazy. Yeah. I like, you know, I'll like do that and then... There's so much more like, you got to do. You got to be like front man stuff. Like you're here on the interview. You, you know, I got to do the interview thing, but I I do it uh, sometimes like, you know, I mean, like I'm not going to like help people pack their stuff up on stage. Like obviously if they asked, if they were like, Hey, can you like, if Kyle was like, yo, can you put my symbols in the symbol case? Mm-hmm. It'd be like, Oh yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. But you know, if Adrian or Blake are like, Hey, can you like, you know, take my head off and like wrap up all the cables and make sure everything's good. I'm like, I can't, I have to put my mic up. Bro. I can't make sure everything's good. Cause I don't know what I'm doing. Right, like right, right. I can physically lift something from the trailer into the venue and vice versa. But packing stuff up it'd be like watch we get to the next show and someone would be like every single pedal i have is broken right right, right. Like, yeah i don't want to like mess anyone's stuff up that's why i normally didn't really like lug heavy sure. equipment or anything and it's a really good excuse too yeah true. it's a perfect excuse i gotta uh, do vocal warm-ups and drink some tea lemon or honey sure, tea and sure. stuff you know with lemon my warm-ups are you know i maybe put on a different shirt and then i have a couple shots there and you then go. that's those are those are my warm-ups it's um, i've worked out a pretty good a pretty good system <laughs> 
So bringing up lyrical content and all that yep. good stuff, uh, this is not really pertaining to you, but I just wanted to kind sure, of get your sure. idea on it. Um, so like last week, obviously, or was it this week or last week? It doesn't matter. It'll be last week when this comes out. Yep. So yep. that we had the double shooting thing here in America. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fair. And the one kid yep. had um, the Casey Strain. The Casey Strain sure. thing on yep. there. Yep. Um, do you think that will change like bands? bands going forward their lyrical content because i mean like and again like we talked about like lyrical sure. content earlier that's why yeah, i wanted course, to bring it up course. there but i wanted to get that new album stuff out yep um some lyrics obviously can be taken seriously and some can't be taken seriously. of course of course yeah totally but um will that change like the way you write lyrics going forward i mean like we had a conversation about it in the van and i was like like four like four like both I mean both bands that I play in and write the lyrics for um I just don't really I don't like it's gonna sound like egotistical but I just don't really write anything like I don't write about anything other than myself right. I guess you know what I mean but other bands do that and I think that you know that is your artistic uh like you like that you know you have every right to to be doing that and stuff like that but um I I think that for me personally, like I wouldn't be like, I'm writing the songs for me and they're all about me and like things that I've been through personally. And I'm sure, you know, with Vincent, it's like the same thing. Like he obviously didn't write that song thinking in a million years that somebody would, would take it, you know, literally and, you know, do something as, as, Awful, well, I don't even awful know, like, as, I don't even as know that, if it but... was tie. I, I didn't really project it as like because I know like the shirt he had on was for a certain song, but I didn't really mean it that way. I sure, just, sure, I mean, yeah, like, but general, I mean, like in, in, gen- yeah, in general yeah. too, and it's like you know, like if I feel like I don't it, think it, like, the two were tied together. I don't think it. I mean, I would hope not. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Like I, anybody, I, so. I can't imagine anyone writing stuff like that like in our world especially like that where they want to like truly incite any type of of violence or something like that you know and it's like even like we even have songs you know I like songs where you know i'm like that are about people that i i dislike or whatever like you know real true like th- like people that have treated me like shit and even then it's like i go into detail but it's like obviously i don't want to like do any harm to anyone right. you know right. what i mean and like i don't actually want those people to like die you know what i mean but but i i feel like i feel like there might be you know people might just be more uh more like not necessarily cautious but uh they might be a little bit more careful when yeah. they are writing and stuff and That's being, something you never being, really had you know, to think about before but you may have to start thinking about you know, on, honest yeah of course yeah and it's like i i would have never in a million years thought that yeah. like thought about that because like when i think about that stuff i think about like you know, going back to like Marilyn Manson and people like blaming him. Yeah, it used to be for, just kind of like weird Columbine, like that. Yeah, and it's yeah. like you know, and then or mainstream, think, more mainstream type, like all yeah people. It's sure, like the, all, all that like stuff. One of the yeah, first like, times that's kind of like like oh, you you play the fucking Beatles record backwards, and <laughs> you know the kids worship the <laughs> devil now, and they're gonna do bad shit. It's like you know, if it was people you know, listening, I mean, honestly, if it was people listening to lyrics, I feel like a lot of people that would do bad things would wear a lot of like death metal shirts more you know there's sure, a lot more sure. people there's a lot more lyrical content whether it's uh you know any kind of genre but yeah. i feel like 
songs like Hammer Smash Face and a lot of Cannibal Corpse stuff, those could be a little like, like sure, you know, and like misleading to where like if you were taking that literally, uh, of of course, <laughs> and th- that's the thing is like you know it's it's just about like having enough, I guess like common sense or like people need more ma- hugs. Ma- maybe not even yeah, straight <laughs> up, maybe not even like common sense, but I mean like obviously if somebody has a has like a like a mental illness maybe they we're talking about like, something now you're talking about something that no one wants to talk about sure sure <laughs> i could stop if you want no but, no no. you don't have but to. you understand what i mean right where it's like obviously anything can be swayed in a in a certain direction based off of de- right. like depending on who's who's listening to it but like it's violent like, video games right now sure yeah like that's another that's another thing too where it's like you know like Again, like again, going back to like the '90s and stuff, like in or '80s or whenever the hell it was, and it's like people being like, "Yeah, like Doom, like kids are gonna go crazy because they're playing Doom and right. stuff," and it's just like the amount of people it, that play Call of Duty and first-person shooter games in general on a regular day-to-day basis. Yeah, straight up. You, if it, that's the case, there would be so much more. It, stuff it would going be. On. It would be way. The world would be way worse off <clears> if. But I think that you know, in terms of of lyrics and stuff like that, like in the grand scheme of things, like I. Obviously, like, it's, it's terrible, but like, I, you know, I feel bad for Vincent too. Honestly, because like, he's in the weird spot where like, you know, he's got like, he's got fucking like news anchors telling, like, you know, on the air being like the guy, like this mass shooter did it because he likes the acacia strain. And it's like, imagine being like Vincent and being like, Vincent's going to sit with like Nancy Grace. Or something like that. They're gonna have him. You on. know, yeah, you know, like that. you know what I mean. It's like, is, is that sir. is that what it takes? Like, is that is that where you know is that where it's like where it's at now? You know, like where are we gonna bring that stuff back and like actually be like you know you're gonna have fucking twisted sister guy like mm-hmm. yelling at Tipper Gore and like all mm-hmm. it's like, dude, it's one of those things you know? like you were saying. Like, I think a lot of it. Ha- I mean, uh, people just go crazy in general but that's also like a sure, mental health sure. thing more so than like oh, of course, any kind of, of outside course. influence thing but that's something that's not really talked about in this country so you know whatever yeah de- i mean definitely and it's Speaking like of not I, from this you know, country uh, not from this country yeah. <laughs> we'll I'm, I'm, absolutely, I'm absolutely not uh <laughs> yeah so you're from the great white north i am yeah how uh you're from ontario and yep. i kind of have connections with quebec we talked about that earlier. of course yeah yeah how was it i never really went to any shows when i was up there i've, I've traveled back and forth many times but like sure, sure how is the scene in canada as far as like that kind of like art like that kind of genre like it was is touring in canada like, better than touring in america for you guys or is it just touring <laughs> people down here touring <laughs> uh america is better than touring everywhere on earth really um well, I for mean, you like, guys in particular, or I, do I you mean, have a consensus as a group of uh, touring bands? for for us. I mean, it's like, I, like I definitely have, like, I mean, like I love touring in Japan. It's like that's my favorite. Cool for you exactly, yeah. like that's my favorite place on earth, personally. But I mean, like, you know, from a from a, like a like I guess like a business standpoint, it's not great. Like we pretty much like we we go there and the, there's a guy Koba. Uh, he plays in that band, Loyal to the Grave. Mm-hmm. We kind of just like. Like I just message him on Instagram and I go like, Kobo, we want to come back. And he's like, okay, like let me know how much your flights are and I'll just pay for that. And then it's like, okay. So we go into it and we like, we don't make any money. Right. Like it does nothing for the, for the business aspect, but I'm like, yo, free trip, cool vacation. free trip, like trip to Japan. Like, yeah, so it like, sounds, it's your number sounds one fucking spot? sick. You like um, Japan a lot? Uh, yeah, I, was, I would say that's, that's probably my number one. I mean, like Australia is the same. Uh, the only difference is Australia, the Australian dollar and Canadian dollar, uh, are, on par and everything's really expensive there 
So sometimes we go and we make we make a you know selling like thirty dollar t shirts is kind of fucking tight. There you go. But we never do that here, obviously. (laughs) But um, but yeah, like you know, touring, like Canada's music scene is, you know, years ago it was, it was better. I'll say like the, you know, like like we were talking about like the early. 2000s like that that era Mm -hmm. like when you know hamilton i mean i can only speak from at that point i think i was you know i was in the eighth grade so i didn't really travel obviously but um 2004 ish it was like we had a venue called the underground in hamilton and it was like that was you know some of the biggest you know crazy bands would have played there like in hamilton and now given the lack of like venues for that size and I think just like promoters and, and kids in general that are going to shows like, like the, like my chemical romance played the underground. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I saw like Converge and Dillinger play the underground. You know what I mean? Like in Hamilton. And now it's like, if there's a show in Hamilton, like it's like probably us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> like obviously there's, there's, other, here again. there's other bands and it's like, you know, the neighborhood it's, friends it's are back. Of course. Yeah. It's like cool. Yeah. Like I'll, I, I'll make the 10 minute drive from yeah. my parents' house to the venue and, you know, it'll be, it'll be good. All my friends will come. But, um, in Canada, like as a, like, uh, you know, as a country, it's like, there's not really many places to like play now. Like back in the day, you could, you know, you could do like a full month long Canadian tour. And now I think it's like, you can, but it'll, it's not going to be like cool. That's kind of crazy. I you mean, know, like, cause I know 10 shows will rock and then <laughs> the other 20 will be. Misery. Well, there's not a lot of people up there. It, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. That's what people like, don't understand too. I think a lot up, of, like, uh, you know, back in the day when you, it's like, like 20 million or something. I don't know. Whole country. I'm not even sure. Honestly, I wish I, I wish I, I'm going to ballpark look, it. Probably wish I would have looked that one up before this because I, I look like a bad Canadian. I might get my, it might not let me back in. We got, we got I, someone I, looking it up. When I try to go It's home. probably, okay, I think perfect, the last time perfect. I saw it might have been like 15 mil at some point, but I'm just kind of like ballparking. Sure. Sure. But yeah, that would, that would definitely, yeah, and Linda, like, Linda reasoning as to why that doesn't work out. Exactly. And you only and have like 10 major the, cities and the, up there. the drives are like, they're so, I mean, like when you get to like Southern Ontario, like the drives are very 37, 37 million. million. Okay, cool. Okay. Well, we were a little off. Yeah. A little Maybe bit off, half. But I'm glad that I know that now. Yeah. That's good. You know, I hope I don't get well, a lot of people left called up for that elected, one. You know what I mean? So sure. Sure. A lot of people, a lot of people bounced. Uh, but like, you know, like when you, the drives are like not only long too; they're like actually kind of dangerous. Yeah, super. Depending on what time you're, you're traveling. Absolutely, yeah. it's like you know, if you're going in the summer, it's like okay, maybe I'll like hit a fucking moose and die, or you know, or you drive in the winter and you're like, oh, there's a blizzard and we're gonna flip. Like you yeah, know, we're like gonna flip the podcast <laughs> off the fucking road. Forty miles but, an hour on black ice. You have to just like cruise down the highway so slow. Straight up, yeah, and it's like you know, and and I think that you know when you. Now, like, and a lot of people get, like, upset, like, when you, you know, we'll post a thing and people are like, you're from Canada, like, you're not gonna come play, like, Fredericton? And I'm like, <laughs> would anyone go? Yeah. Would any, like, would anyone go? If you, if, I know if you and your boys are that, big fans, but, like, is that sure, about it? Yeah, and it's like, when watch, and then we, like, we would go and do that, and then they'd be like, well, not tonight, I have an exam. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going. And it's like, well, Hey, at one point we were doing that. You know what I'm saying? At one point yeah. we were playing those shows. We could, we could, we could play those it, shows. Exactly. <laughs> and we did. We really did. You know, like, you know, like we used to play Halifax, like back in the day. Like there was a venue in Halifax called the Pavilion that we would go to all the time. Or we were good friends with this band, Cypher Sonizer from Halifax. And like we would always 
like like we would do tours with them in Canada where it would either start in Halifax and come out to Toronto and then back or it would be the other way around. And, you know, it'd be in Halifax and we'd play – there's like this skate park that had a venue called the Pavilion and we'd play there and there'd be like 400 kids and it'd be amazing. And then that place shut down and then it's like I we haven't been since. Like the last time we were there was 2015. Are like, do you think venues are shutting down like all over? Not just Canada. I, like, I mean, like, do you find like the sh- the 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 availability of venues in? Yeah, I mean, I think it like it it depends on the city, but you know, there's definitely been there's been a number of cities that. And would that know, have to do to be... with like festivals? Would uh, that have a bad negative effect on that? I I'm not sure. I mean, I guess it I guess it would depend. Like, if you, you know, if the festival is like. You know, if, like we were talking about like Riot Fest, like if they did a, like if Riot Fest is, it was Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, like if, you well, know, a couple if, different places, but yeah, we were it, sure, but yeah, about the mainly Chicago, time. but it's like, you know, I guess if like, if Riot Fest popped up and then all these venues closed down uh, because of that, or, you know, or it was like, well, well I shouldn't well, say like Chicago is like, a harder, but that's thing. the thing, a bigger like, city, you know? Yeah, I mean? Chicago, it's like, um, there's no fucking shortage of, ven- of venues yeah. in, I'm, in, I'm in major like, cities where a lot of the festivals are, but. Cause I, I wonder how that affects. Because it does affect touring for bands in general. For sure, festivals, for sure. Festivals yeah, too. Totally, yeah. And with of the course. growth of festivals being like yep. the thing right now. And even just the thing, like, there's too many fucking bands. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah, well, the so... The internet is like super, you know, made that... A, a, of course. It's for, like there's... For better or worse, a thing. There's, there's, so many, there's so many bands out right now and it's like, you know, even like back like when Warped... Like, I mean, I know they just came back for like the three shows or whatever, but I remember like before we were... Before we got a Warped offer, we were like well it's summer like let's just go and do a headliner in the summer and Mm -hmm. like managers and booking agents being like you can't fucking you can't go on tour when warp's happening are you nuts (laughs) like no one's gonna go to your show and i'm like no one would spend ten dollars to see us on during warp like everyone loves to go outside and get fucking heat stroke and you know like that (laughs) stuff i'm like okay sure whatever but i mean that used to be like the only thing Straight up, yeah, yeah, like, at least and, for this kind and, of and that stuff. was yeah, and that was it. But I don't know. It's like I I think that you know I think that like uh I think that as people get older and stuff like that, like I mean, it's no surprise like people people come and go out of yeah, yeah. out well, of people like get the kids, heavy people like heavy go music, out of stuff. of course. And then you know, and then like I have friends where I'm like. Yo, we're playing a show tomorrow. Like, you live ten minutes away. You come in. Like, I'll throw you on guest list. And they're like, on a Wednesday, bro. And I'm I like, got work tomorrow. And I'm like, oh fuck, my bad. Like, <laughs> shit. Uh, how could I, you know, yeah. how you know how how dare I even offer? But you know, as as like, you know, like the and and like we talked about, like it 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 comes in in waves and stuff. Like, you know, early two thousands, Hamilton was was great. It was fucking incredible. We had crazy bands like. You know, and like like bands were coming through, and then the local scene was great, and then you know, like oddly enough, right as we start doing stuff, it just like takes a fucking yeah, nosedive, yeah. and suddenly there's like nowhere to go in Hamilton anymore, and it's like, well, whatever, we'll we'll. Did you guys do, have we'll the housing crisis problem too? Because that's around the same time, I would assume. Um, I'm like I'm that I'm not I'm not entirely sure. Of. I'm I mean, sure it, would, it would have something to do with it. It would it would make sense. Wise, sure, but... yeah, yeah. Um. It's weird but how like that shit would tie into it, like, it, your everyday life. It literally life does. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, like that stuff does affect. You know, like yeah. it, it's crazy. You know, even, especially the older you get, more sure, more things sure. like that do affect your. Situation. Of course, yeah. Even you know, even stuff like, you know, you never think like fucking going on tour and being like, 
Yeah, like there was a, you know, like there was a fucking stuff as simple as like kids being in school. You know what I mean? Right. Like playing a college town, and you're like, yeah, it's a summer, fucking rock on. It's going to be no a killer show tonight, and no one's there. And you're like, oh damn it! Like I didn't even think about right. this. Like this is crazy. You know what I mean? But it fucking happens. Mm-hmm. It's it's wild, but you know, uh, I think it all it will come full circle, and everything does kind of like go go in waves and stuff and you know even like music like genres have their heyday and then they go away for a minute and they come right back and it's like everything is it's it's constantly turning and you know the the gears are always moving so it's like it it really is just kind of dependent on on what's going on yeah you know and you'll see a lot of those like early 90s bands like early 90s hardcore bands right are starting to come back and play like yeah sure yeah totally yeah of course i always wonder like why they didn't earlier? You know what I mean? Like I understand that they're probably doing jobs and oh, stuff like that, course, but the course, demand yeah. probably was always there. I I feel like the demand that de- like was definitely always there. Not but for I, every band, I but, should say, but like for no, certain no, bands, but, that you know, are, like like bigger, you know, bigger bands and like like you know the the like Bane's going back on tour. You the, know? sorry, Bane. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're like, you know, we we just did like they were really that gone that long though. No, no. I mean, like, like Alexis on Fire too. Like they, you know, they're they're back. Yeah, like, the sitting colors too big, man. They sure, too, sure. Too much you know, they're on. they're like they're doing their thing, and it's like I really wish they would know. tour. So when you go back home, go by Dallas's house, wherever you can find them. Knock on the, like and tell them Alexis on Fire or City and Color. Which yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. It's only one or the other. You can only make songs with Pink doing City and Color. Yeah, sure, we, sure, I understand it, but yep. Maybe have fair, you know, fair. I, was, I would say have Pink on an Alexis song, but please don't. Please don't. Yeah, maybe that would be that'd be a little weird, but. Pink, I wish they would pink. tour, but you know what? But, but it, you know, and that. like that, that's the thing. It's like, it makes sense. And I, like, in my mind, I'm like, yo, if they toured, they'd be like fucking millionaires. Like, it. It'd be amazing. But George then. wants to be a fireman though, so. Sure. Like, you know, and then, but then that's the thing. Like, and they're all doing the family thing and they're, they've all got their shit going on. And I'm like, yeah, like I, I get that. Yeah, there wasn't like, a knock. I, I was just saying, he is a fireman. He's been a fireman for the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like, you know, to, in my mind, because I play in a band still, like the idea of breaking up and coming back, I'm just like, well, yeah, if we come back, like we're doing the full, we're doing the whole fucking thing. But then yeah. it's like, you know, but then like what, you know, what do you do? You go tell your job, like, Hey, I'm going to be gone for like three months. Right. But then when I'm back, I, I want to come back to this. You know, when I'm back on Monday, the first Monday I'm back, like I'll, I'll be ready to, it's weird. to like, work. It, it's like kind they'd of... be like, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> like pick one or the other. And it's not an easy decision. It kind of goes either way. Like we were talking, like you either are one of those bands, like, you know, stick to your guns every time I die or whatever that just kind of like push through the totally. whole 20 and years, to 20 plus you, year thing. You hit or, it and you're like, it's not, we're here. We're yeah. always going to be here, you know? Or you just kind of hang it up for, you know, a couple of years, 10 years or so like yeah, that. And, and then next you know, thing you know, you come thing, back and come back and you're bigger than ever. Sure. It's sure, like totally. crazy how that works. Yeah. It's like, like I was at like the have heart show in Worcester. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like the perfect example. It's like, you know, like going and fucking like, and like going out pretty much on top when they were, you know, they went out at the perfect time. And then it's like, you know, like it's, it's half heart. It's a hardcore band, you know, and then, and it's crazy and then, to see like, it at that size too. You know what I mean? The it, shows. Are- yeah. Literally like, like I was at the outdoor one and I'm just like, there's 9,000 people yeah. here to see half heart. Like That's this crazy. is fucking insane. Like it was like, I think it was like actually the biggest hardcore show technically ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's nuts. Like I can't, you know, I can't believe that, but it's sick, you know? Yeah. And it's like, but then again, you know, I'm sure. 
I'm sure everyone in the world is telling them like fucking just do a tour, man. Like just go and do a tour. And then, you know, the, I mean, you like, can do it. I the, think uh, it's got to be a crazy feeling, like to sure, not do sure. something for so long. Of course, then and come then back to come and back be like, like crazy, crazy. I have to load. Like I have to, <laughs> like what the fuck? I have to drive. Well, yeah, and, I, what, and then the tolls part, are like thirty dollars. They're not three bucks anymore. What size venue are they going to be playing on tour? You know it, what I mean? Are they it, playing exactly. arenas or are they playing like you know sure, sure. bigger you know, are rooms? They, are or they playing clubs or like you know regular? Exactly, and that's and then at the same time to like to to be told that and then go in your head you're just like i'm a fucking teacher man what yeah, yeah, yeah. like i have i have a real job yeah maybe like, i mean i, I mean, can't again, do, some I people like can't do this again some people but... like that lifestyle rather than like sure. a band lifestyle because it is one if, of those of like, course yeah it's not for everyone i and you know and i see like you know not not that i'm like that you think younger kids have it better to... on tour today than they than you did uh i think it's like easier yeah, yeah. like that's all i, I feel but... i feel the same yeah, I, I think, I definitely think it's like, it's easier to... It's more of a norm. With, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like I, when I think about kids now being like, you know, like I'm going to go on tour or whatever, like, I, I feel like just like as, you know, like it's just the, the, all, all music is, it's an easier thing to grasp the concept of now. Whereas like when I told my mom, when I'm like, <laughs> she's like, okay, are you going to college? I'm like, no, I'm... I'm going to metalcore school. Yeah. And she's like, what? And I'm like, I'm going on tour it, in a month. And she's like, you're fucked. Like, yeah. you're actually fucked. Like, are you, are you serious? Um, now I think it's a little bit easier for people to like, be like, Hey, I, you know, I'm going to like go do this. And the yeah, parents and are like, were, Oh, cool. Yeah. People's Spotify parents rocks. were like, also, depending on how, you know, depends on kids, sure, kids are sure, 18 course, now yeah, that are going totally. on tour. Yeah. So like their parents were like, uh, you know, my age and they grew up, d- in this so they're like hey yeah fuck it do it bro totally yeah of course of course that was the thing yeah like i remember like when we did our first tour like i was i was 18 like i i graduated and then we left for tour Mm -hmm. pretty much and i've been in doing counterparts like since then so it's like back then telling my parents like i'm gonna go on tour for a living they were like you're fucking nuts like you're you're insane like you're gonna like what the hell couldn't comprehend it but now you know you're not going to be the next Alanis Morissette, Brendan. Exactly, exactly, and that's what they're, you know, they're like, you, you're like, in a, like, you scream, like, where do you see this going? And I'm like, I don't know, but I got simple it. plan, I, but like hardcore, I don't know. Straight up, you know, I am, I am just a kid, and yeah. life is a fucking nightmare. But you know, it's like that. That was very much a real conversation, and then now. You know, now my parents it's a much are easier conversation. They're stoked. Have. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. They're like, wait, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I'm going to Japan. And they're like, sick. Just you know? to and go, like, mom. Just to yeah, go. Yeah, like, I'm, we're going for nothing. We don't even fucking care. We're just going <laughs> for the fun of it. And now my parents are like, you know, like, I'm, like, the conversation with their friends are like, well, my fucking moron son wants to scream in a band, like, yeah, when yeah. I'm 18. And now they're like, but see, now it's their the friends, opposite. Now their friends like, are like, my son hates his job down at yeah, the whatever, whatever. Exactly. And now they're going like, my kids in fucking Europe. Playing at your festivals and stuff. Like my mom, her favorite bands like Guns N' Roses. So mm-hmm. like we played Heavy Montreal oh, yeah, a couple yeah, cool. days ago, like the same day as Slash. And she's like telling her friends like, my fucking kids playing the same day as Slash. Like this is sick. And I'm like, yeah. Well, remember when you called me like a dumbass for <laughs> for going to for trying to play Who's music for now, mom. But yeah, yeah, straight up. But I think once I once I stopped like 
asking her for money to buy clothes and shoes and food. She was just like, Oh, I guess he's doing okay. Yeah. I guess he can buy his own vans now or yeah. Converse or whatever. He's <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. I don't, he, you know, he doesn't bug me for 60 bucks uh, every couple months anymore. This is good. Yeah. But <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, I was fucking thinking of something. Then my, we got onto another thing. Yeah. So. We get into the, into the jokes. I'm sorry. It's cool. I do that. It's cool. Um, now I'm just trying to like skip it through. Just power through it. Is what it is. Sometimes it you forget. Was it about Alexis on fire? I mean, I didn't want to bring them up again, but we can talk about you them. You love them. I do. Well, I also, them. I was literally just thinking, because like, sure. we talked earlier about your name. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, that is. So that's kind of cool. But that like, is where yeah. we got the name. Yep. Yeah. So like, were you, did you grow up big fans of those guys? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Were they part of your musical yeah, influences? De- yeah, they were like, uh, that first, the first record, um, that was like, that was such a crazy thing because I remember seeing it on like much music and stuff. And that was like, that's probably one of the first things I ever heard with like screaming in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, uh, maybe like, I mean, maybe like Slipknot, Marilyn Manson, like that type of shit. Like that might have been before that, but that was like the first time I heard anything like, like that. And I think that, you know, we were all, like everyone that was in the bit, like the original members of the band, like we all were in the same boat where we were like, this is nuts. Like the music is so like, you know, when you look at those songs, like it's like four minutes of like the craziest instrumental right. shit. And then he Some starts screaming. screaming it's like, you know, like Polaroids of polar bears and pulmonary archery and well, 44 caliber love letter. Like, Oh yeah. All those songs. And it's like, like the instrumental stuff. It's like, it's beautiful. And you know, you'd like be in the car, like listening to it with your parents and it, you know, you got all like, of a sudden that screaming comes out and they're like, what the fuck? And then, yeah, then they start hearing the screaming and they're like, what yeah. like what the hell happened but you know that that philosophy whatever you want to call it like that as a whole is like sort of why we started the band and then when we like you know the, the just the ability to to mix like really melodic like make music like that's melodic but heavy you know and then at the same time and it like alternates between the two that's sort of like what we always tried to do. And then when we heard of Malice by Misery Signals, that was like, yeah. holy shit. Like that, that, like to me, that's like peak. Yeah, they're right. Me- they're with metalcore, too, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's that, like opposite of December, like that, you know, that within Blood Ale Tempered, like Shy Halud. Do you guys, like, I was gonna say, do you guys like, mess with, uh, like Comeback Kid? Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah same thing. Like, you know, all those, like all those, for you for uh, yeah, like, yeah, Winnipeg, like, Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, that, all that stuff, like that was, that's what stuck out to us was like, you know, we, when we first started, we were like just writing songs to be heavy for the sake of heavy. And then when we, you know, heard that stuff, we were like, yo, maybe we can actually like do this. Like mm-hmm. maybe we can actually find a way to like blend melodic and heavy and, you know, you like, you know, interesting, like, like difficult yet catchy, right. like that type of stuff. And I think that that's like, that's why we're still doing it is because it's like it is a challenge more or less like every time we go into the studio it's like it is challenging to like to not change too much but at the same time like like we said when you're like is there anything different and <laughs> i'm like, the same thing I'm like fuck no god no it's like it's difficult but you know we at this point like we've been a band for so long and it's like i i i think i get who we are now you know what yeah. i mean like whereas the first couple records, it's like we're sort of, 
you know, we're like throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. And it's like, you know, we're sort of like find figuring ourselves out both like in terms of music, but also like being kids, like mm-hmm. being like 18 years old and doing profits. And then, you know, the, the change between that and, you know, Helen home and stuff like that. It's like, yo, you know, there's like a good, like four or five year difference there. But, uh, I think that now it's like, we just sort of know, we know what's expected of us and we know what is a, what a counterpart's record is right. and what it sounds what, like. And what, stuff would, and, what they would expect. It's, yeah. It's, and, yeah. and you know, not to say that there's anything bad with bands that do go, Ape shit and good. Yeah. I mean, like, there are, and again, yeah, we're, about some to bands that do we're about that. to flip it up. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, like Poison the Well, obviously, they sure, do sure, like yeah. one of everything. It's yeah, you like, know what so. I mean? And I'm like, I'm like, that's cool, you know, like do that. But I think for, for me, like whether, you know, there's no right or wrong in terms of music and, you know, like it's all subjective and stuff like that for sure. But like for us, I'm just like, I just, I just want to get better. Mm-hmm. Like I want every record to be, just to hone the craft to just be better to where it's like you know yeah. maybe one day when we go into the studio where like i won't have to pull my hair out when i'm writing lyrics because it'll just be like second nature to yeah. me but you know it's been i've done like fucking eight or nine records now and i'm like fuck's sake like it's still a struggle but mm-hmm. i think i do think that like with counterparts specifically like every sort of every sort of record that we do or any everything that we do it's like it is indifferent and if people are expecting you know, some drastic change. I'm just like, well, I'm sorry, but that's not, that's not going to be yeah. us. Like it's, it's, it's going to sound like we got better at our instruments. Cause like we did, you know, yeah. you keep doing it. You just get, plus get you're better. in another band. Sure. Sure. So exactly. It's does like, that help? Does that, does like, that, is that why kind of counterparts is kind of like what counterparts is? Because you also have another outlet. That's I, I, yeah, different. I honestly, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. That's like, you know, because we've, I mean, like, they're not like, the same band. They're totally different genres. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you know, with counterparts, like we, we've always done like those like heavy songs and stuff. And we've always had like a bit of like, you know, like this one's the ass beater on the record, whatever. <laughs> but now I'm like less worried about that because I'm just like, oh, I've got to end. It's fine. Like, yeah. and, you know, and will satisfy my like heavy, like nineties metalcore slash grind, whatever you want to call it. Like, curse meets turmoil meets whatever type shit it's like i have that to satisfy that Mm -hmm. that like all of the like you know the fact that i do love all those genres as well but um i think it does help me like sort of you know i don't i'll like take a step back now and be like i'm not gonna do like really high pitch screams over this counterparts part because it just doesn't make sense i'll just save it for end and it's fine so but, when's uh, a lot of people want to know when the next end kind of material and situation will start up? I'm not like I'm not sure when. When is that it'll like a, just like whenever out? whenever you have time to do kind of like kind of yeah it's it's like the not a full like with situation with me part. it's like like I not to say that like it's not my fault but like I think that even though I have counterparts like it's you know you have my schedule, but then you also have like Will's schedule and he's, he records full time and he's always doing shit. Greg is this, does the same thing. Jay's like a barber, you know? And it's like, it's, you know, Billy's in a shitload of different bands. It's like, there's so much, it's really hard to get the schedules to line up. But, um, I think towards the end of this year, we'll be doing some, 
some shows again and stuff cool. like that. And then I ask stuff pretty much like we have a group chat and we just kind of go like, Hey, like, you know, this tour is happening and they want us on these dates. Is everyone down? And I'm like, nah, I'm in Japan. And then, you know, and then it's like, Barbara someone else like will say, uh, I would love to do those things. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Exactly. Jay's like, Oh, I'm down. And then I'm like, ah, I'm fucking in Europe then. Sorry. But, and Will's like, oh no, I'm doing, you know, mm-hmm. God knows what. I'm recording another body count record or some shit. Like, I'm with Ice T right now. I can't leave. Right, right, like, right. that type of stuff. But, um, but yeah, like, it's very, uh, I mean, like, the, like, I mean, Lamb Goat, you guys, after the private room tour that we did, like, you guys did post, like, I, when I, I posted that, like, thing of me, like, this mm-hmm. or whatever. And it was like, yeah, like, and in the studio, like, it's done. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't mean, I don't know if it's done, like, being mixed and mastered and all of that stuff but the tracking for the new end record is done cool so it's but then again like it is you know there is no deadline it's a side project like you know there's not some label being like will we need the fucking masters by next week he's just like no i work he works on it whenever he has like when i was doing when we were doing the counterparts record like you know he'd be like do you have anything to record today and i'm like no I gotta go write it. And he's like, okay, I'm just gonna try and mix the end record then. And it's like, you know what I mean? So it's like he's sitting in a chair getting yelled at by me all fucking day. And then he has to, then I leave the room and then he's still being yelled at me. Yeah. Yeah, All like I'm, there's like all day. I'm like, I feel so bad for him, but well, um, that kind of wraps it up because I have to pee like a racehorse. Let's go. Uh, so if you have anything else that you want to like kind of sign off on or if you want to like, you know, Shout out any other band that you're kind of listening to that we should check out. Uh, Lou Bega put out a song with Scatman in it, like Scatman John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. rest in peace. Uh, it's called Scatman and Hatman. That's what I listen to. Did you fuck with the uh, Sting and the uh, Shaggy? Shaggy thing? No, <laughs> no. I I I listened to a bit of it. It was kind of weird. But weird you mentioned Lou Bega and the Mambo Number Five. Thing. Straight up, <laughs> but and like and trust me. As an avid fan of both Scatman John and Lou Bega, uh, I couldn't believe that they, that, you know, posthumously, mm-hmm. you got them on the track. It's fucking crazy. They're never really dead, man. Tupac's been on a lot of rap records after. Straight up, time. straight up. That's true. Uh, and I mean, Scatman lives in all of He's fucking, he's, dude, I saw, he's always around. one of his random ass videos on YouTube the other night, and it was just like, him live in concert as the scat man. I didn't know that was an actual thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah so yep. like I was, that's a weird, he's a, to purchase. He's, I watched the documentary about him. He's, it's insane. You know, like this, I don't know if how, how deep of a dive you've went in. And I mean, this well, this, don't deep this, dive this, scat man. I, I won't, I won't, obviously I won't go too deep because you might other weird Google search results. Definitely. Yeah. And I also don't want you to piss yourself, but for the, for the people on the podcast, the uh, click. um, Scatman had a stutter of like a very severe stutter oh, really? as he was growing up and he was like bullied for it and stuff. And then he was like a jazz musician, like jazz pianist, I guess, and stuff. And he did that and he started scatting and then he realized like when he would go like, ba ba like whatever, he didn't stutter anymore. Yeah, interesting. So he like, he was now like, gonna, like he's like, I, I was the guy that everyone made fun of for my voice and my stutter. And now, I'm, go down that now hole. I'm a fucking star and he had hits, man. Scatman's World too. Fucking regular. Ah, oh, he's good. You're a big I'm, fan. Yeah, it's not really like a joke. Scatman rocks, fan, dude. Yeah. He fucking he's on your iPod. He rocked. Uh, yeah, we like we started listening to him as a joke, and then it, that's <laughs> that's, how it that's literally everything. Everything that we like 
starts as a joke and then suddenly I'm just like, it's just me now. Yeah. It's just... There was this one song, Hearts on Fire by Hammerfall. Have you ever heard of that? Sure, sure. Jesus, I saw that on like MTV2 way back in the day and it just looked so silly to me. Yep. All of a sudden, and then you keep like, now it's like in, ingrained in my DNA. Keep jamming it. Yeah. yeah, we used to make fun of like like Love Shack. Like we'd be like, "Oh, song sucks," and then like now we do it all like do it at karaoke all the time. Yeah. Well, that's it's like, like we it's were, our shit, you know. Twenty One Pilots came to town like a couple months ago. Yep. And as a, like, I'm not gonna go buy a ticket to go to, to see sure, the show. Sure, sure. That's not my but, thing. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, if we had been in the crowd, everyone here would have known five songs. Or of course, like yeah. You know, what I'm De- definitely, yeah. It's that's one of those like things. it's the it's the way it goes. You know, you can't. Nickelback too, and you you know more Nickelback yeah. songs than you'd want to admit. Oh God, Tyler listened to it on the drive, and I'm like, I know fucking every word. Yeah, right. Like, wow. you know, it might just be the fact that I'm Canadian, and you know, well, it might true. might yeah, be good, good time might be ingrained in my you know in my blood, my maple syrup blood. But it's yeah. Before we cut out, because that reminded me, because I was thinking sure, of like sure. Nickelback and like record, of course, record label beef. Was there any like really? Uh, what was the beef between you and um, you guys and Victory back in the day? Was there any like bad beef or? There split? wasn't. Okay, that's the weirdest part. There, there wasn't. It's like everyone did always you guys like your like offers. Your yeah, your kind of yeah. Partner? We we just like we we did our shit, and then our lawyer was like, "You don't have to do another record with them. Like you're free to go." So we just we emailed them and we're like, "Hey, we're contractually." Breaking up by email. Uh, like allowed to to leave and we're going to and they just went okay oh, see ya yeah. and we're like thanks and it was like fucking crazy like I you know and I hear obviously like even before we signed to the label like we hear all the stories you know and all the lawsuits and the yeah. millions of dollars and stuff but I, I just think that we were such like a small fry band for them that you know we were like yeah because we it was like, you know, early uh, it was somewhat early on your. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure exactly. Like, yeah, it was charted. It was, it was too with, like uh, with them. It would have been sure. It would have been yeah. You know, they would have tried to you know dig into it a little bit harder. But you did that with uh, was it pure noise then? Or I know it's like a little off print when you charted your. Was it through the? Because you had two albums that charted on Billboard. It was I think or two or three. I think uh, the last three. So it was like Helen Home was on Victory that that charted. Um, tragedy charted. That was pure noise, and then you're not you as well. Yeah. Like those three, but then, but yeah, the first two, they were like the. I mean, the first record was only ever released in Canada. The second record was on Victory, but it was like you know our like breakthrough mm-hmm. was 2013. So yeah, like you know they, and even then, like even Helen Home, like even though it did well, it was like we were a s- small band back back then. I mean, like we're even not we're not that fucking big now, and yeah. you know anyway, but whatever but like yeah we like you hear so many crazy fucking stories yeah, you always involving ask. so much money and that's the thing and everybody always asks her like yo like is it fucking true like is it crazy and i'm like i you think know, i think like that, the but like bands still sign so it's like sure, why sure. of course you know yeah I mean? so you honestly like, why would they if it was like a shit label and and to and to be fair like they were the only label that wanted us. Everybody else <laughs> yeah. that we talked to were just like, you're out of your mind. Yeah. No fucking way. And we were like, shit. And then Victory was like, we'll, we'll put your record out and pay you to re- like pay money to record it. And we were like, well, okay. Done. Cool. Yeah. That sounds good. Sounds good to me. So we did it. And I think like, I think the only argument we ever got in was we were doing like a repress of Helen home and they were like, Hey, we want to 
we want the vi- we're going to do a vinyl repress. Uh, we're going to do blue vinyl. And I was like, well, don't do blue. Could like do green because there's green on the cover. And yeah. they were like, well, we really want to do blue. And I was like, look, we got uh, a deal on the blue color. I, yeah, I'm, I'm like, why are you arguing with me? Like, just <laughs> pick, just get the color, just get the mm. green one. Like, and then eventually I was just like, you know what? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I don't fucking care. Like the records a couple years old. Like print as many fucking blue vinyl as you want. It right. doesn't matter. <laughs> but, but that that was it. And it's like you know, like. Not that I wish we had some like crazy fucking lawsuit story, but right? you know, less headache for you. Overall. I mean, unless we win, yeah, like, yeah, I'll take a couple million dollars <laughs> for sure. But I, we were just never, we're never going to be that big to begin with. But yeah, I mean, our time there was cool. But cool. then when it came time to leave, we were like, you know, my gripe with the label was just like it. It's just like it just operated kind of like the way it not operated but it was just like it was a little bit dated like i think that they didn't really understand like what we were trying what we were trying to do because they are an older label so i'm like you know what i just want to be like i don't want to have to like convince people that i'm on that run my label like this is a good idea for us trust me i'd rather just be with someone like jake who i'm just like hey we're gonna do this thing and he's just like yeah "Yeah, do whatever you want pure noise right now anyway straight up yeah it's um, it's amazing they've only been around for like what 10 years or so yeah, yeah, it's, it like hasn't been too long, but but they seem to be like kind of hip and with it, with their finger also on the pulse. Exactly, extreme, yeah, extremely on the pulse. Like new bands pop up, I'm like like Chamber from Nashville. Yeah. I'm like that band fucking rocks, and then like you know, a week later, it's like Beer Noise Records. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's why. That's how they, I know. It's like they they, the little, they got it. Yeah, they came through the little situation for Lamb Goat. So yep. All right, brother. Well, Brandon, thank you for joining us. No problem. Thank you for having me. Hopefully, it wasn't too boring. You know, yeah, no. Um, but uh, no, we had a really niche podcast with Jamie King about like recording and stuff like that. Not necessarily sure. saying that was boring, but it was just niche. Sure, sure. I yeah. think I think I've got something that Canadians all thirty-seven million thirty-seven of them might million. tune into this one because you're on. We'll you see. Know? Yeah, hopefully. Fuck. <laughs> all right. I'm saying great things. I'm definitely not talking about <laughs> no, yeah. how hard Canada's it is great. to tour Canada I love, now. I love, I love great. I love Canada. It does rock. Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King, an off-road minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media.